Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, July 24th. Canadians are making tough choices on spending as the prolonged period of painful inflation and similarly painful interest rates continues. Statistics Canada's latest reading of retail sales show a 0.2% increase in overall sales to $66 billion in May, but the details reveal a clear focus on groceries and certain recreation-related spending, such as sporting goods and hobbies. Discretionary spending on items such as clothing and jewellery were down, although Canadians did spend more at motor vehicle and parts dealers and on electronics and appliances. And although not included in the headline stats, e-commerce sales were up 2.1% month over month. Second quarter real consumer spending is now tracking just slightly below 1% quarter on quarter on an annualised basis. Growth in overall spending was far below the 1.1% recorded in the previous month and was below expectation. And Statistics Canada's flash estimate is that sales were flat in June. But what does this mean for the Bank of Canada's interest rates trajectory? Given that the central bank's policymakers have shown concern that Canadian consumers are still spending despite rising costs, interest rates and potential recession, especially as many are still tapping pandemic savings, a reduction in rates is looking unlikely. TD Economics says for now it expects monetary policy will remain restrictive until after the first quarter of 2024. However, CIBC Economics economists are not convinced that cash in Canadian savings accounts is being spent, with many choosing to deleverage and use savings to increase their wealth. And Desjardins says that softer retail sales may be just the beginning of a slowdown, but believes the BOC will not adjust rates at its September meeting. With many of Canada's small business owners working harder than ever as they juggle economic pressures, with the continued financial fallout of the pandemic, rates and inflation, $3 billion would be a welcome windfall. The cash is tied up in five Canadian workers' compensation boards, which are overfunded by more than their own targets, according to the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. CFIB believes that 125% should be the funding target limit, but BC's board is overfunded at 146%. Its own funding target is 130% and could provide a $2.5 billion windfall to the province's small businesses. Across the five overfunded boards, rebates for a small business with five employees could be in the thousands of dollars. $505 in the Yukon to $4,835 in BC. Ontario is the only province to have a mandated rebate for businesses when its WCB reaches 125% overfunding and the CFIB is calling on other provinces to adopt this. Three crypto asset trading firms have completed their combination to create a registered crypto trading ecosystem. WonderFi, CoinSquare and CoinSmart announced their intention to merge in April this year. And as of last week, the new entity, WonderFi Technologies Inc., is in operation and listed on the TSX with the ticker WNDR. It's also listed on exchanges in the US and Germany. The combined entity operates the BitBuy, CoinSquare, CoinSmart and Coinbury crypto asset platforms and has a collective user base of over 1.6 million registered Canadians and a combined assets under custody exceeding $600 million. The firm has also announced the appointment of Dean Skirker as the permanent CEO, having led WonderFi since 2022 in an interim role. Former CoinSmart executive Gordon Brocklehurst is another senior leader at the combined firm, reprising his role as chief financial officer. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Three Canadian ETF heavyweights have joined the board of the Canadian ETF Association. World Source Wealth Management announces a new automated marketing partnership. And companies with a 27 trillion US dollar market value report earnings this week. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.